You've reached the Entertainment Hotline, a chatter podcast. Listen as celebs dial in to chat with Anita Annabelle, chatter.com.au and Media Week's Head of Entertainment. You've reached the Entertainment Hotline, a chatter podcast. Listen as celebs dial in to chat with Anita Annabelle, chatter.com.au and Media Week's Head of Entertainment. It's Taryn Stokes, the winner of The Voice Australia 2023. Hello, Taryn. I'm Anita. It's so freaking nice to meet you. Oh, hi, Anita. Nice to meet you too. How are you going? Congratulations. Oh, thanks. Good Lord. How are you feeling? I am feeling really, well, I'm feeling really excited and overwhelmed. Well, not even overwhelmed. I feel good. I'm just, look, as you can tell, I don't know how I'm feeling. I've got a lot of emotions going on. You've been in the game for so long. So how does it finally feel to gain solo recognition? I mean, I think I had given up on that idea that that was going to happen in my life. And so it's just really hilarious that it's it's come around again and it's like, yeah, it finally is like, okay, this is the missing piece. Like that obviously like a lot of us would have that dream, but it's just, it's happened. So I feel like, yeah, it's it's crazy that it's happening at this age and, but I just feel ready. Like I feel like I'm more ready than ever. So it's so yeah. funny you should say that you're ready because do you I wonder if this happened ten years ago, would you have been ready? I think um emotionally no. I think I was probably too shy and not confident. So um now I feel like I know myself well enough to be really proud of myself and um proud of who I am. And I think that makes a lot of difference when I'm like talking to people, talking to you, that I just feel like I don't need to be um, anyone else anymore. And so it's a good headspace to be in now. Um, your kids, oh, my gosh, your two beautiful children. Oh, yeah. my Lord. They must be over the moon and your family as well. What did you do last yeah. night to celebrate? Well, because I know that you didn't even know you were going to win, so you watched no. it with your family. How did, that, yeah. how did that go down? So my four-year-old son stayed up till 11 and he just, he was really pumped mostly because there was a helium balloon. So that was his kind of thing that he was pumped about and just lots of people around. And my poor little two-year-old, she was a little bit sick. So she fell asleep um, at 5 PM. She missed the whole party. Um, And then when she woke up at like 1 AM, she was kind of like talking to her dad about like or my husband about looking looking forward to the party, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna have to tell her," but she's all right. I think yeah, it was great. We had like maybe like 15 people over, just like a small gathering of like people that I just feel really like, you know, they know me, they I can be myself, and just yeah, just like something really like I wouldn't, I didn't want to be too overwhelmed, I guess, with like lots and lots of people. So it was just really nice, and mum and dad came, and everyone just like screamed with joy. It was like the best moment. I can imagine. I can imagine because, like, I know that you pre-record the like everybody knows this very, very common. Yeah, yes, you pre-record the pre-record the that you won. But like, yeah. how on earth do you fake that? Yeah, I do because I I thought like, gosh, it feels like acting, but then and in the moment I'm like, but this actually could be real. So I've got to kind of go into that place where this could be real and believe it for a moment, and then I took myself back out of the moment after that. <sighs> It's, it just always blows my mind because, like, you watch and you're like, God, they really, they really feel like you really genuinely like they won this. Like, this is this yes. is amazing. Um, yeah. Now let's talk about your new single <laughs> called Nobody, which was number one in iTunes last night. 
I know. How did you? Because I know that the process is, is that they gave you songs. So how did you choose Nobody to be your first single and what does it mean to you? Okay, so this is probably a different process that usually happens like um, as an artist. Basically, I walked, I hadn't even gone off the stage from semifinals and I, and one of the ladies from Universal, beautiful lady from Universal said, hi, um, we'd love to like show you some songs. And so I walked off stage in my pink dress straight into a room and they showed me that song. Now I was ready to be, um, you know, like a little bit like, okay, no, I don't like this or this is who I am. And But I listened to the song and um, one of the Universal representatives was so excited to show me this song. I was like, okay, okay. And I was kind of ready to be like, look, I can change this and that because as a songwriter you, you want to have input. And I listened to it and I was like, yeah, this is awesome. This is great. And I realised after that um, the songwriters are like well-accomplished songwriter so um one of them has written genie in a bottle like christina aguilera christina aguilera are you joking yes yes no (laughs) well that was my favorite song yeah when it came out when i was like 15 years old oh me too don't you remember the film clip it was incredible of course i do he wrote this song yeah yeah they wrote like yeah one of the songwriters and like um the one of them is like a grammy award winning writer it's it's crazy so that's why I couldn't really go look I want to change this and that because it was incredible so I feel like this song was a gift to me and um, even though it is a breakup song um, it actually means so much more like I'm in a happy marriage so it's definitely not like that but I just feel like there's so many things in life that I've walked away from and chosen to find my own voice and um, say no to people say no to you know things that don't serve me well Um, so I'm really relating to it in that way and so I feel like everyone can kind of connect with the song. I love that. I love that because it's true. Like breakups can happen at, and for anything. Like you're breaking up yeah. with friends. You're breaking up with jobs. You're breaking. It's like yeah. all a grieving process. Rita. I mean, Rita Aura. I mean, come on. That must have been absolutely amazing to A, perform with her, B, me mentored by her, C, be in the vicinity of her. Talk to me about that. And her belief in you. Yeah, she, like, I just knew I wanted to go with Rita. I just, I... I didn't like had met you know I didn't know much but I just knew what I'd seen on on the show and the songs that I've heard and I just thought she's an awesome person and I I wanted to connect with her in that way because I just thought she's going to be a great coach for me like an encouraging coach and she was so releasing like she wasn't trying to be like say something just for the for TV to be like you should do this or this and there was one point where she just said you don't need to like I, I love what you do and so she wasn't you know, being like a competitive woman trying to be like, should do this because whatever. Um, and she just encouraged me. And I think that's what I really needed, like, oh, to see myself in that light. And um, she really believed in me, like, and she was like, age isn't a problem. Tina Turner started when she was 44, releasing her single stuff. And so she was just like my biggest cheerleader. So we just had, yeah, a great connection. It was crazy. And she's absolutely beautiful too. Oh, my God. Isn't she just the inside and out, inside and out. Yes. She's amazing. Um, one thing that I loved about your repertoire is because it spoke to me on such a personal level. Firstly, She Used to Be Mine mm-hmm. is like one of my favourite musical songs of all time. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then Simply the Best is, I mean, get it's, out, get out. It's a great song, yeah. And those two like have really stuck out for me. I think I remember watching you doing She Used to Be Mine and I was like, this is, I, I reckon she's got this. 
Oh. Yeah. I mean, but it's such a beautiful song because it's so, there's so much emotion and everything through mm-hmm. it. When oh. you are connecting to songs, how on earth do you connect? Do you always just find a hook that you go, this is what I'm feeling, this is how I want to perform this? Or or do songs work without you connecting to it? Does that make sense? Yeah, I, it, they do sometimes because sometimes I love the art of the, the vocal melody or something that I can get into. But um something like she used to be mine or actually all the songs they're all sad songs and i don't know if i'm just a sad person but i love connecting with like melancholy songs i love happy songs like simply the best as well and it was really nice that i could actually show that side because i was doing a lot of you know deep songs i think i just had a lot of hard times in life i don't know that i can just really go to that place and so um she used to be mine you know i could really connect with that with you know you know the person i used to be and the person i am today and just kind of like you know going through that it's not the same story as it is on waitress but um yeah I feel like I don't know just love to be sad and express myself that way (laughs) musical is something that you do want to kind of get into and like do as a as part of your career or is it more now I want to be the solo artist this is what I'm doing releasing music oh I feel like I want to be like a bag of all tricks I don't even think that's a saying but I want to do that because it's just my personality I have ADHD so I'm just like, let's try this, let's do this, let's do that. And I feel like, um, yeah, I, I love musical theatre, always have. I don't know if I'd have the stamina to do like show after show, especially as a mum. So I'm not sure if I'm interested in like actually, you know, doing that day in, day out because it's like that would be unbalanced for me and my family, I think. But I do love singing musical musical theatre songs, so I don't know how that would work, events. <laughs> um, and then I want to write songs, so I feel like I want to kind of do both. and release so I don't know I'm just going to carve my own path and not look at anyone else's path I think you could write songs for musicals I could you're right um so the voice it's obviously such an incredible platform for so many artists why do you think that is I think there's um there's a lot of singers and artists out there and there's like you know there's this, everyone can put their song on Spotify and iTunes and all the platforms. And so there's just like a lot of competition, not competition, but you know what I mean? There's a lot of people in the game. So I think um, the voice is really great for helping people, young people who have talent that maybe not know which direction to go. Um, and I guess it's good for people like me too, who have worked really hard over many years, but um, sometimes just exposure like this really does help, um, you know, put into place yeah, all the dreams that you have that you can't always do yourself. Oh, that is so true. Um, mm. But, I mean, just to be around those superstar coaches must just be mind-boggling. But also then to have worked with Jess and Guy previously, mm. I mean, how did you get into being a backup singer? I mean, it just kind of happened by friends who were singers that were, you know, like, asking me if I want to do it. Like it, 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 I don't have, I never had management or anything like that. So it's, it's, you know, what annoys me is when people are like, but she's a professional, she shouldn't be in the show. And I'm like, oh, because I, that was 12 years ago and it was maybe a couple of gigs, like $200 each gig. And that was amazing, but that's not a career in singing. Do you know what I mean? Like that is some great opportunities as a singer. So yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, um, it was amazing what I got to do there and everything, but it doesn't really like, it wasn't the career that I, I wanted in my life. It was just, yeah, great to sing for Guy and Jess because they're incredible people. 
an amazing the other thing that's almost like full circle is like they also started on a reality show like a reality singing competition and you then started singing for them who were on a reality and now you've won a reality singing competition inception I don't know what's happening this is something that really shocked me when you were always Mm. talking every episode is like so literally a genuinely very happy to be there and b so shocked that you were and that really really surprises me really yeah I don't know I just I don't know I probably get in my own head as well like I know I can sing but I just didn't know people saw that in me at the same time like I know that there were people who like well you can sing and and like I've I've had great compliments over life but yeah I was genuinely shocked and it's because it's a competition so you really felt the competition like you know after doing the blinds which was kind of like you're just in competing with yourself and then if they turn they turn but after that you're the callbacks is against two other people and so the competition makes you kind of feel like oh am I going to get through this like um so every time they chose me or Rita chose me um yeah I was really shocked and grateful and I haven't like honestly I'm having to just like relook at the contract because I'm like <laughs> I didn't know that I was going to get this far <laughs> so you literally were like five pages of the contract will do contract will do me but there's like another 10 if you will no, we, we did read it but I it know what you so mean oh, but I was like it, I was kind of reading it in a in a thought like well as if that's going to happen to me, like that kind of thing. So it's really funny. So I, I've been saying to Paul, we need to relook at this contract. Because- <laughs> <laughs> no, it is good. It's all good. Is that something as as being in your forties that you think like, oh, I was just never going to make it before now. So like, why would this be the case? Mm, I think so. Um, I don't know. I just feel like. I ground myself a lot now, so I, I don't like to get ahead of myself, I guess, and, like, just try to be more present, especially having kids. It's So I kind of, like, was thinking more like that. But, yeah, I I never saw this coming, ever. <laughs> Literally, that is the sentence. Never saw this coming, ever. Never. <laughs> <laughs> but with your kids, I mean, something that I loved was your love for them and, and also how much they kind of, changed your the course of your life up until this mm. point mm. how did having kids change your life oh it changed everything I um I have endometriosis um I'm just telling you all my diagnosis I've got ADHD I've got endometriosis. um <laughs> but yeah I have endometriosis and so um it actually when we were ready to have kids it didn't happen because um of that so I tried for a couple of years and then I ended up having surgery. And then um, so I think I was really desperate by then to like have kids and then I was like, it's getting late. And so um, I was 36 when I had my first, 38 when I had my second. And so I just was like, this is all I want to do. Like nothing else is important anymore. Um, I'm at that age where it's just like I want to give everything to them and I want to make sure that I'm a present mum for them. And um, it just changes you. Everything changes your body. It changes your brain makeup because you're just focusing on them all the time and um yeah it's just it's also the most wonderful thing in the world because you get to like um bring humans into the world and inspire them and and help them be like great people and so that's a full-time job for the rest of your life really absolutely and either of them showing any signs of 
gift of song? I well, my daughter is definitely um, a showman. <laughs> she she loves ballet, so we do ballet at the moment, and she's just like the cutest little ballerina. Like she goes up and does a little turn and um, uh, what's it called plies and everything. Plies. She's just, she loves it, and I, I I'm not forcing her to do it because she's literally turning three, but she loves it. Like, and so I'm glad she loves it. I'm like, yes, this is cool. All right, we'll see what happens. Um, and I think Archie is like. I reckon he'll be more into like production. He likes to know how things work. And so he could be like a producer or something. Um, and he really, I hear him singing my song. So he was singing Nobody the other day. So he's really good at like picking up the songs. So yeah, that was really, that's, I can see it in their, in their lives and, and I will help nurture it, but not push them at the same time. <laughs> Um, but when you have kids, it's like you're so responsible for just molding them into actually being a human. Like it's it's kind of mind-boggling that you everything that you do creates something for them to want to do or yeah. every action you take is showing them that is a big responsibility. Yeah, it's much huger than you think going into it. <laughs> it's just so big. It's like all-consuming Um so yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I carved out some time to do this, but um, it's definitely to do with like my husband as well, helping mold them while I'm not there as well, because he's a very good support system. Like he's amazing. I love that. I also love that we keep saying molding like they're Play-Doh. Um, but-, <laughs> <laughs> but how will you juggle this? Because this is something that I bet you're going to be asked throughout your career in the next five years. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just going to be like, how are you juggling it all? How mm-hmm. how are you doing it all? And that's so true. Like how do you mm-hmm. think it's going to be that that you are going to juggle it all? That's what my husband and I are talking about at the moment. We don't know. And so we're just going to have to go like hour by hour, day by day. Um, And I think I just want to like have conversations with, um, you know, whoever's looking after me management-wise and everything to make sure that there is um, a lot of balance and make sure the kids, like if I don't see them for, for like a certain period of time that they can come and see me or I can go back or I don't know. I don't know what it's going to look like, but I feel like, um, yeah, my husband's amazing and he's, he's really hands-on dad. So that's, that's really helpful. Um, and yeah, childcare. <laughs> also shout out to Paul. I know. Shout out I- to Paul. He's amazing. Thank you so much oh, for chatting to me and congratulations. You, you are such a, I knew it. I knew it. The minute you sang my favorite <laughs> song, I'm like, yep, no, I'm done. That's it. She can win. <laughs> You're the best. Thank you for chatting. That was really fun. Thanks for calling the Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle. You can find us on Instagram at the Entertainment underscore Hotline Pod or visit us at chatter.com.au. The Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle is a proud Chatter podcast. Thanks for calling the Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle. You can find us on Instagram at the entertainment underscore hotline pod or visit us at chatter.com.au. The Entertainment Hotline with Anita Annabelle is a proud Chatter podcast.